I'm Layla Blackwell, blissful woman and relationship revolutionary, your love and intimacy strategist taking you on the adventure that is love here in the Own Your Power studio in beautiful South Florida. Yeah! Our radio show and programs are designed to enhance and deepen the power of love and relationships by feeding the feminine essence and maximizing the masculine spirit. Mm. <laughs> Ultimately creating stronger bonds and even more solid families. I'm here with my Latin lover, Nelson. Tu sabes. Who has been my darling hubby for 20 years. That's Woo! all. Just 20 years. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you, and I'm thrilled, as always, to be here. I really enjoy my time doing this show with you and our brilliant and beautiful guest we're going to be talking with today. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ever feel frustrated by intimate relationships, don't understand men, don't understand women, uh, aren't having enough good quality sex, have lost your drive for sex, have lost your drive for sex with your significant other, want a powerful, soulful, lasting union with the one you're with or the one you have yet to find, then you are in the right place right now. So open your heart, open your mind. We address some of those common topics with an uncommon perspective. Mm-hmm. Open your hearts, open your mind, and open your shirt because it's getting hot in here. <laughs> I think it's just you. You make me hot. Now, we're going to take you on a very unique journey toward the mastery of love and intimacy, which is the ultimate treasure at the end of the pleasure map. You are going to want to stick with us so we can take you there. And you can find out more about our programs and coaching at LaylaBlackwell.com. That's Layla like a Hawaiian lay, double L-A, Blackwell.com. You know, I can't wait to get to our topic today. Um, Our last show um, was on the big O. Oh my. Mm. Women's orgasms. And before that, we had a very interesting show on foreplay versus playtime. Yes, we did. That was delicious. (laughs) They were all quite yummy for different reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we sure did. We had Michelle Alva on the show with us. She is an intuitive healer for the sexy, sacred, sensual you. And she is a delicious goddess in her own right. Um, And that's her program for women. And she had some great tips to share with us about making the most of our intimate time together very unique tips that she had. Then we did our show on the big O, Women's Orgasms, and Angel Montalvo, who's an aspiring romance and erotica author, and Tammy Sue, who has a line of sexy lingerie, were both mm-hmm. here. They were so dynamic. Yeah, They're they not were. even a couple, but they kind of had a little <laughs> they had a chemistry, connection right? going, going on there. It was, it was a lot of fun. So they were very dynamic and quite open yeah. with talking about the topic of the big O for Absolutely. women. So. Well, if you want to catch those shows, check out the podcast on ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. And today we're going to be talking about how not to turn your bond into bondage. Unless you like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. As a love and intimacy coach, I regularly help people through marital issues that surround control and power struggles in the relationship where one or both people in the relationship keep their partner on a short leash. You know, the mistake is that they turn a marriage contract or commitment into a life sentence in prison, when really the ultimate gift of being in a committed relationship, especially one that's long-term, is a sense of freedom from being known and accepted, flaws and all. But unfortunately, so many people miss out on that incredible bonus inside a relationship. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. Well, trying to maintain that level of control over another adult has got to be a highly stressful uh, situation. Yes, on both people and on their union. So 
Today, we are going to get a bird's eye view of the difference between nurturing a strong bond and turning your relationship into bondage with our very special guests today in the Love Nest, who they host amazing couples retreats and group date nights. Yeah, before we uh, meet them, let's take a quick break and we'll come back to the pleasure map to meet our guests in the Love Nest. But now, let's listen to some tunes here on Own Your Power Radio.
you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more, all on Barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on Barter. I literally save thousands a year, and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. with my hubby Nelson and this dynamic couple that we have here, George and Sandra Sawyer, are about to join us. Nice. You know, tonight's topic is how not to turn your bond into bondage. Unless you like that sort of thing. (laughs) Today in the Love Nest with Layla and Nelson. We welcome George and Sandra Yay. Welcome. Nice to be here. Nice to be yeah. here. We're happy. Woo, woo. In the building. All right. In the house. Sandra Hallaby Sawyer is a social worker and trainer and owner of I Am Set Inc., a company that specializes in seminars, events, and trainings with a twist all throughout South Florida. And George is a singer, songwriter, and owner of Lifetime Entertainment, a music production and booking agency. They have been together for. Ten years. Yeah. Boy, ten years. <laughs> ten years. Married for two. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. That's how <laughs> Together they share five children. Amazing. Welcome, yeah. guys. Hey, Thank you for having us. We were recently guests at one of your couple's date nights. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I have to say it was really well planned. Really Thank well you. planned and organized. The chemistry and energy of the group was spectacular quality group of people it was our first time with your group and we felt so welcomed and valued and we just fell in love with so many of the people that you associate with and that were in attendance at this event um and so you know we were there together it was terrific i mean we enjoyed the company and the atmosphere that you created, you can tell there's so much love that goes into it. And you guys fit right in with all the craziness. And just yeah. so you know, the crazy group, the fun yeah. crazy group, you all just fit right in. Thank yeah. you. This is Sandra's brainchild. I mean, she coordinated, she did everything she had to do. That's her brainchild. I got to give her props. I just assist. Yeah. You know, so, you know we had a great time. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo. We had Pablo's help earlier. Um, we could continue to relive that experience all night, but right now we want to get to our topic and how not to turn your bond into bondage. Unless you like that sort of so thing. So let's get on to it. Yeah. 
Now, as I mentioned earlier, a huge recurring pattern in my work is the expectation that when you get married or commit to being in a relationship with someone, that you step into this parent-child dynamic where one or both people feel like they're now in control of the other person and their choices. Hmm. They use guilt, blame, threats, unfair or impossible rules or boundaries that can't be sustained in a long-term relationship while keeping a union that feels alive and flows organically with the changing needs of the individuals in the relationship and the relationship itself. So we sometimes fall into these patterns of trying to control our relationships and control the other person and how they relate to the world. Or even more subtly, a lack of forgiveness for mistakes. Yeah. That's another form of control, That's true. right? That's true. Um, or forgiveness for hurt feelings. You can't be 40 years together and never hurt each other's feelings. Right? Oof, we know. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been 10 years, but yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> and, you know, or if they make a mistake or do something that hurts us and we give them this jail time for mm. it, right? Mm. We put them in the doghouse. <laughs> we might not lock them up. We don't lock them up necessarily, like physically, but we shut them out, which yeah. feels yeah. like a prison when you love someone and you can't reach You're right. Them. You're right. You know, I've been guilty of this myself from time mm. to time. It's a self-protective yes. mechanism. True right? confessions right here. Yeah. yeah. No, many times. I mean, 20 years married, 26 together, it happens. It's just mm-hmm. a natural flow of relationship. When you get hurt, you shut down, you shut off, you lock people out. But the reality is, especially as a woman, what I've learned is that's the time to open. Mm. That's the time to soften and open. Because if I lock away my feelings and shut him out, he really has no real understanding of the consequence. Oh, yeah. Well, we we were, like, raised to know that, like, it's if you do something that the other person is not happy with, you get consequences. Yes. So hmm. It's like, here's That's your right. consequence for what you did. Yes. And therefore, if I shut you and I don't talk to you, that's your consequence. But if, I'm, if I open up to you, then you feel nothing. Yes. You know? And in reality, what I've learned is it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Is when you open to the other person in that moment of hurt, they see the real effect. Well. When you give them your raw, true feelings of what just happened what it feels like to experience what they were the catalyst Mm -hmm. for you having that experience that's the real consequence because when whether man or woman when you love each other and you hurt the other person what hurts you is their hurt is their pain yeah it's not their anger it's not their shutdown what hurts you is their pain Unless you're some weirdo psychopath who just wants <laughs> to I cause people pain. Us as women, we're emotional creatures. Yes. I'm, an, I'm an emotional wreck. Oh, yes, you are. Time. You, you know what? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an emotional wreck sometimes. So when I'm really happy, you know I'm really happy. But when I'm really pissed off, you're going to feel that as well. Mm. You're exactly. You're going to see that. So it's, I, I, I would like to know more. Like, what does that mean to open up more? Because my opening up more might be cursing you out. And mm. that's me opening up. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm I mean, guys, like, we hardly ever express ourselves openly. Mm-hmm. So it's like the forum um, yesterday, guys were able to express themselves. We look forward to that, where you can get together and say, listen, I'm not alone, and this is what happened at the house. What is your take on it? You feed off another man, he feeds off for you. We never buy ourselves at the house. You guys get on the um, telephone, you call your girlfriends up, and you guys chat. Mm-hmm. We never do that. So that was good, and that's what we actually hoping to do, you know, this is one of the high points of um, that type of the couple's retreat. Yeah. Just putting that in there. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Absolutely. Yeah, that time to be expressive and bounce it off other men that you have respect for and that you admire and that you value their opinions. Positivity. 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 Yeah, not tearing each other down. Right. Right. Or wives, which is so easy. Or tearing down your wife. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Um, And that's what we strive for in relationships. But so many people miss that. And yes, it's not about like what you were saying, Sandra, getting back to that. It's not about being abusive and just mm-hmm. taking free reign. It's about showing the real feeling and not just saying, you stink, I'm done with you, and walling yourself off, which I think so many of us tend to get into that mode. I know men do it, I think, just instinctively. Okay, you made me mad, I'm going for a walk. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? I and remember that. that's good. <laughs> you do? That is necessary <laughs> sometimes so that you don't unload on the person. You need yeah. to process your thoughts and feelings before you kind of give it, but it's about... If you process it, you still have to give it. Yeah. You can't keep yeah. it and hold yeah. it back because, again, that's the real consequence for the hurt. But our topic today mm-hmm. is not turning your bond into bondage. Right. Unless you like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you like saying that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but we want to talk a little bit about what freedom looks like in mm-hmm. a committed relationship. Hmm. And we were talking a little bit about this yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. So for you, I know you're both... Free spirits, kind of creative mind. Talented. Talented. You're a musician, George. And you have your own free spirit about you, Sandra. You write. You create. You have a business mind, but a creative business mind. How do you have two free-spirited people coexist in a marriage without having that competition or without shutting people down or trying to fight for significance in your relationship? You tell them, sweetie. Tell them. I think there's positives and negatives to both of them to having two creative people. Um, Two creative people tend to, like I said, I understand where he comes from. So when he has that time that he needs to go and do music and, you know, that has nothing to do with me. I have to remember that has Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing to do with me. That's what's helping him grow. And I can understand that because I am a creative person. I like that. But then there's another side that sometimes um, it can be a clash because... I might be thinking only about my needs. And I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. And there's a creative side to me and there's a side of me that it needs to do this. And sometimes that might mean taking away from him. Yeah. Mm. So that means that if I'm doing this, guess what? That's a little less time I'm giving you. You know, you may not get dinner that day. And yeah. so he, yeah. him being understanding enough to know, oh, okay, wait a minute. This is not about me either. She's going to be a better person for me if she's able to do what she needs to do as well. Oh, definitely. Um, I've experienced that when Sandra does what she does and she's happy about that, it makes me happy. Mm. You know, so it's like we've got to feed into each other's needs. And it's not just I needing her, she needing me, but we need to do what we need to do for each other Mm. by ourselves. For yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I go to the studio at night time, say, okay, sweetie, I'm off to the studio. I don't get back to it sometimes midnight, one. But we're in there. That's when I'm happy. Feeling up. Yeah, exactly, feeling man. Up, man. <laughs> I get away from all the bills and all the situations mm-hmm. like that, and I'm focusing on the art, yeah. on the music. Mm-hmm. And that makes me a better person for her. Because when I get home, then I'm fueled up. I'm ready to go, you know, for the next day, the next week, and so on. And that's how we, we express ourselves. If I suppress that, if she would have suppressed that, and tell me I couldn't go to the studio, that would create a major problem 
in um, all relationships. And we have to learn that. I don't think that's something that just comes always naturally. There's trial and error. I can see that. You know, there's times that I'm like, if he leaves and I'm kind of angry, and I'm like, he better be at the damn studio. (laughs) (laughs) And that's natural to feel that, to feel like, okay, you know, he's going, okay, that's time taken away from me. But it's learned. It's Mm -hmm. trial and error. But I see the essential aspect of what George is talking about, especially, you know, as men, we need to feel. Yep. And, and and especially in the kind of work that we all do, we're very we're all very creative, um, men, women. Especially if we are very creative minded and we give, we're givers. We're depleted. Where do we refuel? Yeah. Where do we go back to put that masculine energy so he can be there for you? Yeah. Right. But if he's depleted, you can basically run all over him. Yeah, yeah. Right? right, because he's he, he's down on himself. So going to the studio for him is his way of refueling, oh, and he can be his masculine self again yeah. and come back to you even more. Yeah, and for some guys, cool with that. For some guys, it might it, it might be going to a game, hanging with their boys, going to play some ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just hanging out, and your wife's got to understand you got to give the guy time. That's give it. me some guy time, I give you some female time. Mm-hmm. Staying at the house, just you and her, just pent up, just loving you and I loving me, that gets old, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It does get old. Yes. As much as you love someone, that gets old. But that I think when, when we talk about marriage, when people talk about marriage or even any kind of commitment, it's almost like it's an ownership. Mm-hmm. We start thinking that, that I own him and yeah. he owns me. And that's not really the case at all right. when you think about it. We made a commitment, but I don't own you. Yeah. You're still know? your own person. You're still your own person yeah, and you have to be yeah. able to do what you, I don't, I really don't own you and you don't own me. Because yeah, at any yeah. given time, if we walk away or I leave the planet, I'm no longer yours, right? So yeah, that's right. my thing is that I think when it comes to marriage, I had to kind of change my mind frame. Like, I don't own him. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think for men, that can be even more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Because part of how they invest in a relationship with a woman is that sense of ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, like how they own their fancy sports car mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. wax it all the time. And they take it out and show it off. And they, you know, like there's... <laughs> There's a, there is a different trigger in men that I think women don't have that to them ownership means I take care of it because hmm. it's mine. Exactly. You know, when they say something is mine, that yeah. means it's like toddlers, I'm, it's mine. I am going to take care. No, but it means I'm going to take care of it. Nobody can play with it. Nobody that means it. I, it's my responsibility. And that's a positive, And then it can be a negative when it comes to the control. Mm-hmm. So it's important, I think, for a lot of men to get the perspective that not necessarily you, George. Yeah. No, I'm just saying a lot. A lot I of mean, men outside of the evolved men in the room here today. That, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that get this sense of ownership, and in their relationship, it is what makes them feel the passion. Like, you know, this is my woman, yeah. and they do that. But then they want to use that to control and manipulate, and yeah. then that becomes abusive. Oh yeah. You know, it goes from a sense of taking care of to a sense of. Possession. possession. Yeah. And a woman is not a possession just like a man is not a possession. So it's one thing to think, okay, this is my woman that I'm going to care for and cherish and nurture and protect. Mm-hmm. Then that's one thing. A different thing is she's my possession and I get to do with her what I want. Oh, that's right? deep. And, and to, 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 to some extent, that's wrong. It's mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's mm-hmm. unhealthy. It is. Um, I love to see my wife dress and go out with her girls. Yeah. I go out and have fun. And to me, that's sexy. 
whatever she has to do, go out and do it. Because we need to separate so we can come together and miss each other and mm-hmm. want to beat each other again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't believe that marriage should be a bondage. Marriage should be an understanding. That's just my interpretation. Is and yes. and a union by which two people can come together and live as one. That's what they say. But it's a union. It's not as if you have to become me and I have to become you. It's mm, a union. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we got to... And men have a way, like I hear my guys say, listen, man, my wife don't let me do this. Don't do that. Don't mm. do that. I can't this. I can't that. I'm like, yeah. man, come on. You're a grown man. You That's know what I mean? It. And these are the things that sometimes brought us into this relationship. This, these are the things that she found sexy when you guys met us. Yes. And now you take that away once you have us. Yes. So like, what the hell's going on here? You know? Part of that dynamic, too, when men, I think, say, especially men in marriages to good women, you know, we're not talking about the shrew that's really going to beat his ass if he doesn't do what she says. <laughs> we're talking about the kind of woman that gets unhappy when he's paying attention to something besides her. Mm. And that's a normal dynamic mm-hmm. in a couple's relationship. And because I think men on a whole, when they love a woman, want nothing more than, than to please her. They want to see her smile. They want to light her up. They want to see her eyes glow when she looks at him. And when they're doing something that dulls that energy and that flow, they look at that as, oh, she doesn't want me to do this. My wife won't let me do this because when I want to do this, then she shuts down and she gets mad at me. And the last thing I want is to take that smile off her face. So I'm going to give in. And I'm going to do what she doesn't want me to do. And that solves a problem in the short term. That not in she'll, the long term. Not in the long term. Yeah. Because in the long term, she's going to look at it like he's not the man yeah. anymore. Yeah, he's not the man that. Yeah. that I love anymore mm-hmm. because he's given up every part of him but to please me. But she stripped that away but from him little by little. She's, she's not realizing she's She's taken that. steps and she mm-hmm. has contributed to the loss of that dynamic in her man that she loved okay. so much by being displeased in a moment when he was trying to do something for himself. Yeah. And, and to and, a lot of degree, you know, he's allowed that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. He's allowed that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why it's important for a man to step step in and, and say, I'm going to do this. But I agree with what George said earlier and that is that when you have plans to go and do things with the guys, you are in a relationship where you're in a union. So we know we had things to do, let's say, on Sunday. So therefore, as a union, together, we're going to work to make sure that I don't leave her, let's say with Layla, with all these things, lists that she has to do right. while I'm now hanging out with the boys having fun. Right. She's going to resent me because I knew all along I was going to be with my friends and I never took care of A, B, and C. I agree. When we were, and that's the essential part so that she would never feel like I can't take that from him because he, he does everything that we, we right. it's expected. You got to cooperate. In this relationship, yeah. there is a union, there's a give and take, there's a balance and a harmony that comes with that. But if, if it's just one-sided, then that's a problem. I agree, 100%. What, what do you think? Babe? No, I definitely agree. I think that's what makes it easier. I think with us, that's just our situation, because I think because of your personality that you're so structured and things mm-hmm. that he's always going to make sure certain things are done first. Yes. You know, so it's never a day like I, I can ever turn around and say, oh, you didn't, you know, mow the lawn. You didn't take out the garbage. That's never the case. Well, we already know his yeah. lawn story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with the lawn. You know? <laughs> so therefore, I'm like, you know, that is never really an issue with that. You know, I think that I've had that experience in the past, but it, that's not the issue with our house. 
Um, I do know a couple that I wanted to bring up as you were saying something. There was a couple that I um, met a while back and the the woman would not let the man look at um, the Spanish stations, like Telemundo or something, because oh, the women were yes. like half naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she would get really upset that her husband would watch this on TV. And I'm like, but they're on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's going to jump through the <laughs> TV and grab her. Imagine what real life is like for them oh, then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I think sometimes women, you make them almost more thirsty by doing yes. that. Mm-hmm. It makes it that forbidden thing, mm-hmm. whereas... Just okay, let them see that. And I mean, that's just my take on it's it. Life. I don't know. It's life. Are you the only beautiful woman that the guy has ever seen? No. no. Live with that. No. Yeah. All right. And it's but only going to get worse. Yeah. But this is actually a topic I want to dive deeply into after we take our break because this is a whole other animal is this dynamic of the freedom with expression for men and women and attention, attraction to other people. So let's table that until after our break. And you know, it's that time again. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back to our discussion about how not to turn your bond into bondage on the pleasure map here at the Own Your Power studio after some soulful tunes. I breathe you in when you lay in my arms You're my heart and my lungs You're the end and the start I feel what you feel I cry when you cry I am bound to you You're the light in my
here with my lovely wife Layla in the Love Nest and we've been talking with George and Sandra Sawyer today about the difference between bonds and bondage in a committed relationship. Now that's been an awesome conversation. We're going to take it to the next level. But before we get back to our scintillating chat here in Layla and Nelson's Love Nest, thanks. Go to Simone Kelly for being here with us to produce our show today. In addition to running the Own Your Power Network, Simone is a business coach and spiritual healer, as well as the author 
of Like a Fly on the Wall. Nice. A spiritual adventure novel. Make sure you follow her and tune in to her show with Herman Dubois. Dubois. The Own Your Power Lifestyles show. Now, we're going to get back to our topic because it kind of flows well here. My plan was to really get into this now um, and talk about that freedom to relate to people of the opposite sex when you're in a committed relationship. Mm. There are some people who have very strict rules and boundaries. Oof. Women hang with women, men hang with men, ne'er the tw- two shall meet, right? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's oh. a control issue. Yeah, oh, my God. It is. And yes. then some people have the boundaries where they're not quite as strict. The boundaries are, okay, you can relate to other women as long as they're old and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's the frisky type. That's the worst one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they may be frisky, but as long as I know there's no way possible that you could be attracted to them, then, you know, don't hang out. You know what I mean? Oh so there are different levels of boundaries and control and, you know, what people think are protections that they put into their marriage surrounding interacting with the opposite sex and what that implies to the health of their marriage. Hmm. So do you have any experience with uh um I think with, with us like the we we gave each other a lot of scenarios. Mm. So yeah. we would give each other this scenario like for example because okay we both have our own thing going on mm. and so I always like we'll throw something and be like okay let's <clears> say you know you're at a networking event and you know with networking you providing each other phone numbers yeah. you know and I go so what if there's like this gorgeous singer that comes up to you and she's like hey here's my number you know how do we how do I handle that because it, it part of it is business but we're not going to be unrealistic and think that Okay, there may be an attraction if it's a beautiful woman. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Sure. How do we handle that? How do we talk about that? So we'll give each other these little scenarios, and sometimes we go back and forth because I'm like, no, you know, what if it's this and that? But I think it helps kind of throwing those scenarios out there just yeah. to kind of have an idea because there's a very thin line there. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have your own business and you're networking, you're meeting people every day. You can't just turn down every attractive person who. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and it could be business just business. business. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there is, the, there has to be that conversation. And um, no one would ever work with it. you then, Sandra, if you had, if they had to turn down business <laughs> because you were too attractive. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is radio. So oh, good, you know? <laughs> hey, listen, it's, it's unrealistic. I mean, my wife can go to the um, gas station mm-hmm. in a pair of sweats and a T-shirt. And there's going to be a guy out there trying to hollow. You know what I'm saying? So why should I be all caught up about who she meets, an attractive guy out there, you know, yeah. if there's someone she's going to interact with for business? I can't. If I need to go to work or leave one day and do what I'm doing mm-hmm. and thinking about her meeting a more attractive guy, I drive myself crazy. That's, right. That's just crazy. You can't put your mind in that. It's unproductive. And it can only tear away at what's supposed to be a good thing. You know but what I'm I think it is the responsibility. It is our responsibility. Like, it is your responsibility to make me feel secure with Definitely. some things. And it is my responsibility. Because if I'm, let's say I go out and I'm a big flirt and I don't make him feel okay, you know, I'm always yes. making him right. feel like he was not enough. Mm. Then, of course, 
Yeah, I can, I can see, see how that. you could, yeah, I, can I can see, see that, that being a problem. But if I make you feel secure and like there's no other man in the world, I'm you know it's all about you. Definitely. And the same vice versa. Then I feel secure. that I'm like I don't care how pretty she is. He's coming here. He's exactly. You're right. You know what I mean. You know he knows the depth of who you are and yeah. what you. But mean it is to our him. responsibility. It is yes. each person's Yeah, and we've gone to networking events where you know she's on one end of the room, she's working it. I'm on this end, and women would walk up to you thinking that you're single. Mm-hmm. You're by yourself. And she's on the other end of the bar, and I'm here, and then they would give a card, and we'd start talking, and and we'd be in a conversation, and I'd be looking at her, she's looking at me, the person doesn't know, and then they would say, well, are you married? I said, yeah, that's my wife across the neck. Okay. Oh. Yes. And then the chick would turn around, and she'd walk away, and be like, what? I'd be like, yeah. is this like a pickup, or is it networking? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But regardless of what, you can't, I can't go away from that asking her what was you know what was she talking about with that guy? What was the conversation about? Mm-hmm. And she can't come to me and ask me like, what, what even though I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what, what did she say? <laughs> yeah, you I'd be like, be. did you close the deal? Because <laughs> if it's gonna get us business, let him flirt away. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, you can't be that insecure with yourself. Like in music, there are a lot of beautiful women. Absolutely, there be, yes. there's like background singers. There are mm-hmm. people you do sessions with. I part mean, of your job in music is to stay part, beautiful. You know, you got to yeah. stay beautiful. So mm-hmm. 50% is visual and the other 50% is talent. So that's what I've, I've always said. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't afford to be that insecure. So Sandra gives me, you know, I go to the studio, she says, hi, baby, bye, and I go. It makes me feel good about my, myself mm-hmm. and, to, and just, just to come home to her. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Now, there is one point because you're talking about it's, you know, each other's responsibility to make you feel more secure, and that's one thing. But what about personal insecurities? Because mm. I can tell, looking at both of you, that you take pride in your bodies. Definitely. You take pride in yourself. The way that you look, the way you carry yourself is with confidence and pride. So what about for people who maybe don't take as much pride in themselves and feel insecurities? Do, might that be a challenge sometimes? Because that's what I've learned. is mm-hmm. Some people have their own personal insecurities mm-hmm. that then infect how they treat the other person in their yeah, life and make right. them want to put that leash on them in order to feel secure when really that security is false, right? Yeah. Have you, maybe not with yourselves. Cause yeah. You, but everybody has their own insecurities. I don't care yeah. how yes, much you, I agree. what you oh, present yeah. yourself and you're like, okay, yeah, I look great and I feel, but everybody has some type of insecurity and it may have nothing to do with your own just self image. It could be just, you know, based on, experience mm. you know yeah. i you know i know people that are some women that are gorgeous but because every time they were in a relationship a man cheated on them yes. it's carried out over here yeah mm-hmm. you're right you see what i mean yeah. so i think it's a matter of understanding what those insecurities you got to figure that out first yes you yeah. have to really figure that out first for yourself and say okay what am i let's say you are challenging challenging something and you feel like okay i'm overweight and now you know i i see my husband looking at all these beautiful women but then you have that power to kind of to change, change some of those yeah. things mm-hmm. you yeah. just don't Sometimes. want to right but the truth is you really do have that it's power work. It's you work. don't have the power to be the most beautiful woman on earth no no, no. i know there's always going to be beautiful women out there but can i improve myself the most beautiful you Exactly. 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 So if I can improve myself and I feel like, okay, well, you know, even if God forbid he was to step out, then it's like, I can't blame myself for some of those things. You can't be always like, oh, it's because I didn't do this. Exactly. So I understand that where there are some insecurities and everybody has them. We're no different at all. But But we were honest too. Like when I first met Sandra, you know, one of the things that we emphasized on was taking care of your temple, Mm -hmm. your body, eating right exercising, that type of thing was part of our plight, our, our um, 
our mission. And we decided 10 years in, we're going to do the same thing. 20 years in, it was a day-to-day plan, but we were honest with each other. This is what I like. I like to see my women looking this way. Yes. You know, I would hate to buy this, and then you open the package and become something else in six months. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I I was honest with her. And she's like, okay, this is what I like. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, okay. Okay, I got to keep it up too, (laughs) right? Yeah. Exactly. So it's all. So we both work out. We go to the gym. She goes to the gym. I go to the gym. And now it has become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle. And, you know, it's not just to look good. It's to be healthy. Yes. To live a healthy life. To eat right. To rest right, to to take care of yourself. It's like it's like praising God. But you know it's what I'm yeah, and it's loving your partner too. Because as later on down the road, there's some ailments we can't pre- we can't prevent. You know, there's some ailments we can't prevent. But the things that we can prevent, yes. it's like why would I want my husband to take care of me when I'm in a bed bedridden and I'm not even like elderly yet you yeah, know what exactly. I mean yeah. so why should he have to do why does, should he have to worry about okay she can have a stroke in any day now and that's not the same woman that I had before right. so of course some things happen in life we know that we can't control it but the things that we can control why not do yeah. that we gotta be open yeah. you gotta be honest yeah. and if it means that the other person say that's just vanity but you know what guess what this is what I like I'm telling you what I'm feeding into here mm-hmm. this is what I like you know it's a bit of this a bit of that I'm being realistic can you meet me halfway? Can we work out together? Can we try mm-hmm. something? You just can't say, nah, that's just too hard. I'm old. Right. And that's a common term that you hear among people in their 30s and 40s. Yes. I'm old. old. I mean, come on. Really? Yeah. You know, yeah. take care of yourself. But I can see where the insecurities do step in. I think it's a matter of just kind of um, tapping into yourself and trying to figure that out. It, does that have to do with him or does or that have to do right. with me? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, am Absolutely. I concerned that, oh, okay, oh, I got a big booty, but... But Over she here, did. she got a bigger booty. Mm-hmm. Really? Come on, I can't. I can't. I can't get caught. With, is that my problem, or yeah. is he just fine with his booty that he got at home? That's right. Mm-hmm. Am I? Am mm-hmm. I the one that has that problem with? And it? so, taking personal responsibilities yeah. for your own insecurities instead of projecting it onto the yeah. other person Definitely. to say he's looking at that girl because she has this that I don't have. Yes. Exactly. When he may just be enjoying mm-hmm. a beautiful exactly. view. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going back to that example of the booty. Um, yeah, first, you talk <laughs> booty, man. I'm there with you. Uh, with the booty. booty. Someone said booty. <laughs> Let's talk about the booty. Let's talk about it because we need to be honest about it. A lot of women are embarrassed about their booty. And, and, and I'm not kidding. There are some women that are embarrassed about the booty for whatever reason. Okay. So... What happens is the man's like, you should show it off a little more. Mm-hmm. And she oh, hides and she it. Doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't. And then, oh, she wears clothes that don't accentuate, right. or, or, you know what I mean, or highlights her backside or, right. or legs or mm-hmm. whatever part of the body that he's attracted to. And then when he sees someone else right. showing that off, and he knows he has it at home, mm. but he only sees it. How often time you see people get in bed, and they're in bed before they even, you know, have an opportunity to look at each other. Ah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to kind of look at each other. I, you know, I think you got to keep tasting the candy. Yeah, man. You know, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. important that it you got to keep it, you know, 26 years together. Come That's on right. now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I need to see my Layla. Oh, yeah. Ooh, delicious. Exactly. It's like, and, 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 but I, what I love is when she's out in society, when she's yeah. out there, mm-hmm. There is no insecurity. There is no shame. There's none of that because I know she's out in the world, but she's coming home. Right. And she's bringing that booty. Right. Home to you, right? Right. Absolutely. Right. Lady in the street. And, and absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> and that is an important thing that oftentimes also men tend to 
then stifle a beautiful woman. Right. That's right. what attracted him to yes. begin with. Yeah. And all of a sudden now he's going to change her clothes, her wardrobe, and, and yeah. control who she is. Yeah. Oh, you can't go out like that. But that was the way you met yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. That attracted you to her. Absolutely. Yeah. Your insecurities again. Yeah, and then now you, she wants to please you by... Becoming dowdy, yeah, and, and she know, loses that, that feminine oh, edge. But I don't know if they, do they really want that elsewhere. because I keep thinking like they they tell okay you can't go out like that okay now you're a wife now you're a mother mm-hmm. but then you're outside looking at other women exactly. that are like that. I know so many men who mm-hmm. have this Madonna uh-huh. whore complex. <laughs> like <laughs> once she's my wife, she must be chaste yes. and uh-huh. pure. And there are certain things I won't ask her to do, but mm-hmm. I want still want it. Yeah, you know there are certain things Big I don't want to look at her on. She's the mother of my children. I yep. can't see her as that. She yeah. can kiss my babies with that I mouth. I know you can. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's a big misconception. There are some yes. things that then they want it. They will only want to see their wife this one way. Right. Exactly. But they still want to engage with women in the other way. Yeah. And so they look outside yeah. of their marriage. And it can be very confusing for a woman because then yes. she's like, well, you don't want me to do this, but you're seeking it and you're looking yeah. outside. Yes. So it's, it's almost like contradictory. And she's a better person if she can express herself. She becomes mm-hmm. a better person. She's sexier. She feels good about And she gives you more. Yes. But if you suppress her, the moment, I mean, I have seen it. The moment she gets away from you and she's with her girls and they're by themselves <laughs> and they're at that spot where no husbands are around, Mm-hmm. Wives going wild. Yeah. Wives those, hips, <laughs> those hips don't lie. <laughs> you know, the wives going wild. I mean, think about it. It's suppression and it's insecurity. Yeah. That's simply what it is. You know. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who only wears certain clothes when she's not with her husband, and it's the sexiest things you ever want to really? see. Ooh, you see? Really? I think mm-hmm. I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but or sometimes when I'm getting dressed, he'll be like, "Well, why are you wearing that? Mm-hmm. You never wore it before when you're out with me." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Um, okay, we're just going out with the girls." I you know? do sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, damn, did I see those heels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. See, I, I'm very straight up. I, I just tell her, ooh, next time you're going to wear that for me, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Does, you go, does, I tell her straight up, like, love that red dress, and I, you're going to wear that you're for me. Wear right? that for me and I'll say, we're, we're going out tonight. I want you to wear, wear that. that. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like, don't just wear it for the world. That's right. Give it to me, too. Give it to me, baby. That problem I do not have with Sandra. (laughs) She loves dressing. I love to see a dress. And that's good. You know, I mean, she's secure in herself. And I'm I'm telling you right now, that is a platform for a good relationship. You know, know, when a partner is secure in themselves, in their own skin, you've got to confront your insecurities and the things that you're strong in, you project that, too. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the other key thing that is essential is also reminding that partner. That you see them. That you see them and you acknowledge them for the beautiful things that they continue to contribute to your life. Because sometimes, yeah, if they only hear compliments outside of the bedroom. And criticisms at home. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to kind of bring it complete. In yeah. Complete and you get comfortable enough with somebody after you have 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I don't a comfort. Nobody like that. I know. <laughs> where are they? Where yeah. do they? <laughs> and you get, you know, you get to that part where you're very comfortable with the person. So it almost can get to a point where you can say anything. You're almost like, oh, okay, well, hey, I noticed you're doing this. Hey, and it becomes more criticizing, you know? Yeah, you're right. So that's where we have to be really careful, especially when you're in it for a long time. And we try know? to say we're helping. Yeah. yeah. And you're not. <laughs> we're, yeah. not. we're helping you're not. you yeah. by telling you this. Yeah. But yeah. it's really just a criticism. Exactly. And that we fall into this pattern because we want to fix what's wrong. 
Exactly. And try to make it right. And if we're always in fix-it mode as opposed to appreciating uh-huh. what's right. really before us, uh-huh. then that doesn't feel we so We all good. become specialists yeah. after a while. We're, we're all specialists. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you how it's supposed to be done That's, and what's going to be good for you. What you need you. to fix exactly. and what needs to be better. Yeah. But what's being channeled in, like what, I, like if he's saying something, it might be like it comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes from a good place. But by the time it gets to me, it's not a good thing. I didn't hear yeah. it that way. Yeah. You oh, know, very true. so how, how it was delivered. It. How it, and uh-huh. it's also how it's interpreted. So, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. therefore now I'm thinking, oh, well, he didn't like my hair the way it looked. Oh. And so therefore am I stepping out thinking, yeah. you know. You know, yeah. one of the things that Sandra and I did, which was good, we sat down, we thought about this. Do we set long-term goals? Mm. I can't. Not mm. in a relationship. I have no control, and I love to control. Yes. You know, mm. I love to control my mm. environment. I really yes. do. I really do. So we decided, mm. and we sat and we said, one day at a time. Ah, see Each day how it evolves. that we get up, let's mm-hmm. just live that 24 period. That That's Until it. we go to bed, one day at a time. Be the best person we can be in this relationship for that time. Mm-hmm. We get up tomorrow, we start again. So it's never going to be, you know what I mean? So uh, these, these long-term unrealistic goals, we try to flush that out. I love that. That is like such a good tip is to try to make it and take it one step, one moment at a time. And even though you might have an idea where you want to go, you want to leave it so that it organically evolves over time. You don't know what either of you as individuals are going to want and what your relationship is going to need. So why lock yourself to something when really what's important is the two of you in it, right? Yeah. Right in that moment. Yeah. Well... Seems like we had an amazing discussion, Oof. and I feel like we're cutting it short, but we ran out of time. <laughs> part two, part two. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to give you a little bit of time to tell people about you and where they can find you. Well, again, my name is Sandra Hollaby Sawyer. I am the owner of I Am Set, S-E-T, which stands for Seminars, Events, and Trainings. Um, you can like us on Facebook. We have all different types of events from couples retreat workshops, empowerment workshops, he say, she say events. And we work in collaboration with Lifetime Entertainment that provides our music yeah. and entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Also, George, I know that you have something. Well, Lifetime out Entertainment Inc. Mm-hmm. I have an album, yes. first of all, coming out. I'm the Woo-hoo! CEO, president of Ow. Lifetime Entertainment. And um, we try to focus on original artists. You know, um, if you're a songwriter and you're a singer, we want to get your product out there. We want to get your work out there. We want to shop you mm-hmm. and book gigs and that type of thing. So we emphasize right now putting together a package. We fund it. We get you out there if you're good enough if you're a real artist. And the problem that we've seen is that a lot of people like to sing and to play, but they're not really an artist. Mm-hmm. So we find that talent, we kind of harness it a little bit, we produce it and put it out there. Right now, my album is still being worked on, and it should be out by the end of the year. What's the feel of your album? Uh, it's like a new soul vibe. You know, mm-hmm. Nice. nice Can't wait. New soul, just like what yeah. you guys have. You know? yeah. so Beautiful. It's really cool. I'm the groupie. <laughs> nice groupie. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been amazing, and I want to thank you both for thank being you. here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much great time. to us yeah, and did. our audience. Yeah. And now we're going to wrap it up. And as in most things, men and women do view and experience life and its intricacies so differently as we've learned here even more today. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we do want the same things. And in my work with couples, um, it's key for me 
that men and women come to a place of acknowledgement and celebration of the unique gifts that we each have to offer and work together to develop symbiotic relationships that honor the gifts of the masculine and the feminine without judgment. And I want to give some thanks to my beautiful husband the man. sitting by my side Woo-hoo. for being yeah. here with me today. <laughs> I really enjoyed our time together, babe. Thank you, Layla. Um, and thank you to our guests and yes, to sir. Simone um, for having me and to you know, take part of this great opportunity of share the love that we have in this world. Thank you. Now, in addition to being a devoted and dedicated husband and father to our three children, Nelson is a national prevention speaker and trainer. He teaches classes locally here in South Florida for addiction professionals to get their state certification, and you can check him out at AIPmentor.com. Remember to look out for my Blissful Woman and Passionate Man membership groups. Blissful Woman is in full swing right now with a free membership and a paid version that includes group coaching with moi. And look at my direct love and intimacy coaching and online relationship programs at LaylaBlackwell.com. Please connect with me on Facebook, too. I'm Layla Blackwell. Layla is spelled like a Hawaiian lay, double L-A. Special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped make this show possible. The Own Your Power Radio Network is a 24-hour network of personal and business development. They also have R&B, soul, and collective groove to keep you in a good mood. Tune in to our next show. You've been married how long? Well, we let you in on what our marriage has looked like over the last 20 years. We kind of go through some of the life stages of a couple and show you what that can look like and how it shows up. And it ain't always pretty. So until next time, remember, love is an adventure. You can't remain guarded, protected, secure, and safe and experience the ultimate, passionate, powerful love. Live with heart. Good night. Yeah. 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 Ye